Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 28. If you want to avoid false sleep problems, and really, who doesn't, you've come to the right place. In episode 27, we talked about why fall makes uh, such a challenging time for sleep, and we shared two strategies, two of what we call the fall five, the strategies to help you avoid sleep problems in the fall. And today, as promised, it's our bonus episode to share strategy number three. The next few Fridays, we will be sharing the remainder of the Fall 5. So go ahead and subscribe to make sure you get each of these strategies so that you can end up avoiding sleep problems in the fall. All right, so let's get right into it. Strategy number three has to do with hydration. Now, of course, we know how important hydration is, right? Our bodies are mostly water. And uh, being hydrated is critical to functioning well. But here's the thing that makes hydration a problem in the fall. When the temperatures get cooler, as they do in our part of the world in the fall, it makes it harder to drink water. Um, But again, it's really essential to do because think about it this way. You know, if you are sleeping for seven to eight hours a night, and really, you do need to be sleeping that much if you want to achieve high performance days. Well, during those seven or eight hours, you can lose a lot of your hydration. I mean, after all, if you, if you think about the numbers there, seven to eight hours is about a third of the day that you have altogether, right? The, you know, seven to eight hours is about a third of 24 hours. So a lot can happen during that that sleep time that can make it hard to stay high, uh, hard to stay hydrated. And of course, once you're dehydrated, you feel it physically. I mean, for example, your blood pressure will increase as you dehydrate because the blood actually uh, gets to be a, a bit thicker, and that makes it harder to push it. An example of that would be you know, drinking, drinking a beverage. Imagine you go out to a restaurant and I think some people still do that, right? <laughs> you go out to a restaurant and let's say you order, um, you know, like a seven up, a kid ordering a seven up or uh, some kind of cola or something like that. And if they give you one of those little tiny, um, stirrer straws, you know, the, the kind that you get in a bar, um, that has a very, very small diameter. They're kind of often red in color. You know the type. If you try to drink the soda through that thin stirrer straw, you'll be okay, right? Because the liquid uh, of the soda uh, is a very, um, you know, quote unquote, thin liquid. But then imagine if you take that same kind of stirrer straw 
and you try to drink a smoothie through it, it's, there's going to be so much pressure uh, that you need to pull the thick smoothie up through that stirrer straw, right? And that's the same thing that we're talking about for the blood pressure. You know, when your blood, when you, when you are fully hydrated, getting the blood through your veins is much like getting the soda through the stirrer straw. And as you dehydrate, it gets increasingly like trying to drink a smoothie through that stirrer straw. So you definitely will end up feeling it physically as you get dehydrated. And of course, you're going to feel it mentally too. You're going to see your focus. You're going to see your productivity start to go down the tubes uh, as you're dehydrated. Why? Well, because your mental energy is really just, um, you know, that's your mind, right? But that's just a function of your brain, the physical organ. And how do we feed our brains? Well, first with oxygen and then with all the fluids that go through there. So if we're dehydrated and the fluid isn't moving to the brain as easily, we feel it mentally. And then we also would feel dehydration emotionally. Um, you know, you'd, uh, you'd end up having less tolerance and, you know, and more strain in your relationships um, when, when you start feeling the emotional effect, effects of things. And, uh, you know, why is that? It's just because you're, um, it's like the same thing we said for mental energy. Your emotional energy is um, really just a function of your mental energy. And your mental energy is just a function of the brain itself. Um, you know, an example to think of there is, um, think of new parents. Uh, I think if you do, if you look at any of the literature, you'll see that the, um, the quality and the, and the, the satisfaction in the marital relationship goes down when you have a new baby. Um, and you know, that, 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 if you haven't gone through it, that may seem surprising. If you've gone through it, you know exactly what I mean. But why, you know, again, let's look at why that is. And it's because uh, it's not the baby. Babies are adorable and they just bring delight to you. But not necessarily at 2 a.m. And not necessarily at 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. Uh, you know, they, they put demands on our time and we lose a ton of sleep. And so when we're not sleeping, we, are, we just don't have the emotional energy. And, you know, and then that's uh, why we see the effect uh, in the um, in relationship. So overall, you know, getting dehydrated can affect you physically, it can affect you mentally, and it can affect you emotionally. And here's the really important thing to think about there. Everybody shows that energy drain in a different way. For some people, they won't be able to get out of bed. For some people, they won't be able to get anything done and they'll, you know, it'll look like they have ADHD or something. For other people, they may be irritable because they're feeling it emotionally, or they may be weepy because they feel it mostly emotionally. So the bottom line is, um, you know, everybody's going to feel it in a different way. So um, just be mindful of that and, uh, you know, stay hydrated so that um, you have the energy you need. Uh, one more thing to remember is that here in September, it is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And so we really do want to put some special energy into thinking about our sleep so that we have the energy we need um, to 
to function physically, mentally, mentally, and emotionally. Um, I think, you know, if you've, if you've looked at any of the, the statistics on suicide, you know, there has been a dramatic increase in suicide and suicide attempts, uh, especially for young people during this pandemic. In fact, um, they're, they're really saying there's a dual pandemic of, you know, what we have, the, the health part of it, and then also the mental health part of it, where that's leading to this increase in suicide. So, um, you know, stay hydrated so you can get the sleep that you need and treat people with a little bit of grace. Okay, so that said... How's the best way to stay hydrated during the fall when it, like we said, temperatures are getting cooler. Days are also getting shorter too, which gives you less time. You know, you may want to sleep more. That means you have less time to, to, uh, you know, drink water and stay hydrated. So here's what you do. Start hydration first thing in the morning and maintain it all day. So soon as you get up, have a glass of water. Um, and that may seem like, you know, like antithetical to some people because they're like, I've reached for my coffee first thing, but think about what we said before. If you've just spent seven to eight hours sleeping, you've lost a lot of hydration. So the best thing you can do for yourself is start putting that hydration back in as soon as you get up. And another point is coffee or uh, tea or anything like that. Those are um, those beverages are diuretics. They take water out of you. So putting that water back in when you first get up is an excellent thing to do. And so if you have that glass in the morning, try to have a glass of water every hour or so throughout the day. Just keep one with you when you're sitting at your desk or carry a small uh, bottle with you, not those plastic bottles. Uh, they're not good on a variety of re- for a variety of reasons. Um, but try to have that, um, you know, all through the day. Why is it important to stay hydrated through the day? Well, you do not want to end up being thirsty at, you know, nine o'clock when you're going to be going to bed at 10. Because if you're thirsty at nine o'clock when you're going to be going to bed at 10, you're going to end up tanking up. And then you're going to end up waking up to go to the bathroom just because the kidneys need two to three hours to, um, to really process, um, the, the water that you've drank and then get rid of it. So you really want to make sure you stay hydrated throughout the day. So you don't get thirsty right before you go to bed and then you don't have to wake up. And here's one really important point about this idea of waking up to go to the bathroom. If you do not tank up before you get go to bed, but you still wake up every night to go, I want you to know this. That is a serious sign of counterfeit sleep. It is not a factor that you've had of, of having a baby it is not your prostate gland uh, that's, that's driving that whole thing. It is not just a sign of aging. It is a sign of counterfeit sleep. So don't get, um, you know, don't get trapped in the thinking that there's nothing that you can do about it. There is. You can definitely, um, you know, you, you, you can definitely address the counterfeit sleep and that problem will go away. I've had... Um, you know, people on my program that have had, have had that success and end up getting better sleep as a result of it, which is what we want.
If you want to know more about that, you can listen to episode four of the podcast because on there we uh, get into the nighttime urination controversy. And it is a controversy because, as I said, lots of people believe that it's just a factor of, um, you know, that they're going to have to deal with, but it really isn't. Okay, so let's just uh, recap what we've talked about today. We talked about strategy three of the fall five strategies to avoid sleep problems. And strategy three is to um, keep your hydration up. That will definitely help you avoid sleep problems this fall. And like we said, go back and listen to episode 27 so that you can find out what strategies one and strategies two are. And when you are, um, you know, remember it can be hard sometimes to recognize that you even are dealing with the sleep problem because it, it comes on so slowly and you just get increasingly tired and you don't even know it. And if you think that sounds crazy, uh, I can tell you a, a lot of people, including myself, uh, have, have dealt with that. So it's, it's really, really possible and it's really common. Uh, if you want to hear another person's story about it, go and listen to Lauren's episode. Uh, she's uh, episode five. She was actually napping under her desk every day at work because she was so exhausted, but she never once thought that she was tired because that was just the way that she had lived for so long. So again, um, you know, it can be hard to recognize a sleep problem, but here's what we say. Here's, here's how to do it. Uh, think of the X, Y, Z formula. If you have problem X, whatever it may be, a physical health problem like IBS, a, a mental health problem like anxiety, or an emotional problem like you just, you're just irritable all the time, whatever problem X may be, ask why and make um, your Z's your sleep, your primary suspect, because your uh, counterfeit sleep is so common. It really does drive so much of what we're dealing with today. And of course, today more than ever, we need to keep ourselves healthy in, in body and mind so that we can get through these challenging times. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the sleep performance assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.